Welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Sapolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss gay bones, pop-up video, and an unnamed Switch game. I don't want to waste one minute, so let's get right into it. All right, we are back. It's all happening. We're here. Me, Josh, Ryan. You, the listener. You, the whoever. You, you that came one, back. That one guy. You're here. We're so, and we're so happy to have you. Let's call him Tony. Hey, Tony. Tony's back listening to us. Because it's definitely a dude. It's one guy who is <laughs> very high right now. And anyhow, this is it. Tomorrow is back on the air after a long hiatus, three months where I was in seclusion. I went to a Buddhist monastery where I learned um, what it was like to really get in touch with yourself. Mm-hmm. I took a vow of silence, three straight months. You no, ran into TJ Miller. No talking, no tweeting. You know, it was a lot like Farhad Manju's break from Twitter that you may have seen <laughs> uh, out there on the, the New York Times, great New York Times tech writer, Farhad Manju, took a break from Twitter. All he did was retweet news. He didn't read any news. So <laughs> really went, just went all out. Anyhow, I didn't go on a retreat. Uh, sh- things have just been crazy. We've had a lot going on. I needed to give tomorrow some space yeah. to really think about what tomorrow should be. And what it was, yeah. what it will be. And what I realized is... We're looking forward because I, it's called tomorrow. Yes, okay, that. But I love the show and I love doing it. And I felt we just got really complicated. I was like, we'll do this video thing and we're going to we're gonna try to do stuff fun. every week. It was fun. But it was just a lot. And, and honestly, I use it. I have a Korean moisturizer now, which, I'm, which I love. Mm-hmm. Even though skincare is a scam. I, 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 look, I believe in moisturizer. Okay. I don't think it's crazy to moisturize. Uh-huh. I happened to buy this moisturizer because we tried it out. Yeah. Cetaphil's fine, too. Yeah, Cetaphil's okay. good. In fact, most dermatologists will tell you it's all basically... CeraVe is really where you want to be. It's all the same shit, okay? Well, that's not true. It's cow piss. <laughs> they don't want to tell you the truth. Cow urine. You're rubbing it all over your body and face and orifices. And you truly... <laughs> Win are reaping the benefits. I would say Winton Wong. Winton Wong is 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 here. Who is uh, who owns whose the job is is to cringe at us? While she cringes yeah, at. This she's, is why the window exists. She's running the board right now. Winton is Winton is the out the uh, outline slash independent media uh, office manager. We got to come up with a better name. Winton also has the unfortunate. She's like Joan Holloway meets um yeah. uh, uh, uh you, you know when Batgirl when Batgirl turns into um, Oracle. She's Oracle oh, wow. meets Joan Holloway. Wow, that's really that's nice. That's very high praise. That is very <laughs> nice. I agree. But Wynn also has the unfortunate um, fate of having to help me manage my calendar as well, which is... Oh, I can't uh, even imagine. Fucking, I don't even like having to text you that you have to be somewhere in a month. A fucking nightmare from hell, uh, which is how a lot of my f- close... Uh, friends describe my personality. That's the subtitle of this podcast now. Tomorrow. A fucking nightmare from hell. <laughs> um, so, so anyhow, so so we're back, and 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 we and and I wanted to. What I realized is that I love the show. I love talking to people. I love talking about the news. And it's like we just need to streamline this thing. Yeah. And get back to basics, mm-hmm. which I'm excited to do. And it's going to be nerdy. It's going to be weird. I'm going to go on definite and definitely going to go on rants. Listen, it was fun taking calls, but this is an hour for us to talk and you to listen. This is an hour for me. To drill my leftist, liberal, basically Marxist politics into you, so that you become uh, uh, an a, active a member, bisexual, of the a bisexual proletariat, who uh, you know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the things that Republicans say about liberals. <laughs> I honestly can't think of. They're also fucking inane. Who, who discusses appropriation and yeah, a snowflake. So you yeah, become snowflakes. a bisexual snowflake. 
I don't know. We're talking about bisexual, bisexuality because we were just talking about Kendall Jenner. Mm-hmm. Okay, so hold on. So let me, we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. But um, So basically what we're going to do, here's the new show format. Now this show, this new show coming back, it's just going to be me and Ryan. We're going to go through some, we're going to talk about some things and we're just going to catch up because we've been away for a while. Well, there's right? a lot to cover. Um, in the future, moving forward, we're going to do, uh, there's going to be some news. We talk about some stories that I'm interested in, that Ryan's in, Ryan is interested in. And, and then we're going to have guests and I'm going to like talk to people, just have conversations. We did, you know, some of my favorite conversations I've ever had have been on the tomorrow podcast, just like yeah. bullshitting with people that I think are interesting. So we're going to do that. And, and I'm going to let my weirdness out here for everyone to see. <laughs> it's you, on the table. You're going to have to take it You <laughs> take all of it. Okay. Anyhow, very, Anyhow. Very perfect intro. All right. So we're okay. So we have this, this thing we want to do where Ryan's like, we should call it hot topics. I'm not calling it hot topics. That's what the view calls it. I mean, I don't want to, then we're definitely not using the views name. Do oh, they actually on. fucking call it hot they topics? Call it hot topic. oh, I thought this was you making a joke about no. the start hot topic. No, you start your morning with a little whoopee right. and joy. I should say that Ryan and I are both wearing very, very baggy goth jankos with a ton of chains on them. <laughs> it's worth saying that we're both wearing oversized jerseys, oversized sports jerseys and gigantic black jankos with several cargo pockets and chains. You could say we're actually kind of a hot topic at hot topic. Is that good? That's a little vaudeville slash dad it's a little... for you. Anyhow, all right, let's, all right, just, let's get into, let's the, get into the, the, we're news. Gonna get into the news. news now, I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to call it, but we're going to get into the news and Ryan, tell me what, tell me what we've selected for this week. Well, you've already this. mentioned Kendall Jenner. Should we get into that? You want to yeah, get I guess. I mean, let's start with the lightest story. All of right, all. give me, give me the. You know, we did a story on Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner um, has come out as a heterosexual. Well, she, <laughs> she claims. I mean, we have a quote. She was in uh, in, in Vogue, mm-hmm. and she said, and now a lot of people have thought for a long time that Kendall Jenner is is gay. Yes, and it's you, been a, it's been a long topic of discussion. You're, I mean, you're a gay man. Yeah. What is your What do you sense when you see Kendall? What is your vibe? I don't want to put my shit on other people, but I will say, of the Kardashians, if one of them, if one of those uh, those daughters was or Jenners was going to be um, LGBTQ, I get a vibe from Kendall. Wow. But okay. that's not my shit to put on her. It's really not, and frankly, it's rude and per. per uh, uh, prejudging. I feel like it judging, all comes from judging. the fact that she doesn't live or she doesn't o- always like broadcast her relationships, which the other ones do. I mean, she does to a certain extent do like some showmancy stuff, but and like been linked to, but you don't really see a ton of her being like, this is my love of my life. I'm going to spend all this time with them. Here's me like talking on every, um, uh, on every social channel about it. Right. So she came out with this quote that said, I don't think I have a bisexual or gay bone in my body, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Mm. Who knows? Wow. I'm all down for experience, not against it whatsoever, but I've never been there before. Oh my God. This is the most qualified, I'm not I, gay. I'm not, I, this is the most qualified statement. She's like, I'm not gay, but like, I'm not saying I wouldn't be into it, but like, you know, I don't really know. But you know, still, I guess if I had the opportunity, it's like, here's what I think. I think everybody is a little, a little or a lot gay. I don't think there's a perfectly straight person. Mm-hmm. I think if they if they think that they are, they're frankly fooling themselves. And and so it's sort of I mean, I mean, yes, I guess if you people are asking you like you have to identify as something. You know, it's a spectrum, Ryan. Labels have a use and labels have um have uh also have their limits for usefulness. But I just think it's a weird thing to say because like it's sort of I hate this like couching of like I don't know. I'm not bisexual or gay, but I might hook up with somebody. But like, well, so you're kind of rendering those terms meaningless and sort of trying to take both sides of the like. Just say what you, what you, how you, how you label yourself. I mean, it's okay if she's not gay. 
Sure. It's also okay if she is. I don't think anybody cares that much. I mean, I guess people do. Yeah, people the do. problem is that it's people just weird. do. It's just the, the statement is so qualified. It's I insane. guess the problem with this isn't her reaction to it because she's like a young woman who, uh, you know, is trying to make it through the world without a high school education. I think what's like tough here is that everyone does care and it's hard to call out everyone else for being a, a, the problem rather than calling out just her. So is Caitlyn, this is, uh, you know, related, but I'm related. Caitlyn Jenner, mm-hmm. is she... Also, like, but Caitlyn Jenner transgender has a lot of, icon and noted bad person. Transgender Caitlyn icon, <laughs> noted bad person. She has a lot of really bad opinions. Bruce Jenner oh. had Bruce Jenner originally had a lot of really bad opinions, and none of that changed when Bruce became Caitlyn. Like, there's you know, there's no not. Like, I think Bruce was always Caitlyn, and always and and Caitlyn is is still as bad as as we right, felt Bruce was. Right, 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 right. I person. mean, that's, I think right. I may have phrased that. Sure, poorly. sure, sure. But but what I'm saying is. You know, I think you think, uh, well, uh, someone who's trans would be very They'll woke. They'll be awoken. They'll be very woke. Yeah. Right? But does, does Caitlyn hate, like, gay? I could imagine Caitlyn being like, I hate gay people. I um, feel like that's, like, a thing that I she said that. I actually think that, that, that we're at a point where, like, gayness isn't a problem for people, but they still have issues with bisexual people right. and queer people or, right. like— we don't, I don't know if Caitlyn does. I'm just wondering if there's anything about this where it's, like, she's— because White LGBTQ people, and as they speak as one, yeah. are the worst. Yeah. Like, really bad. You because really they think, think so? enti- they're entitled to feeling woke and feeling like they're oppressed, which they are, but they don't—there's no intersectionality. Wow. We really got right into this topic. Watch RuPaul's Drag Race if you want to see that at work. Wow. Um, anyhow, so, you know, I'm, I'm happy— Happy for Kendall, whatever she decides. Sure. Sounds like she's still figuring she's it out. She's still beautiful and rich. Basically. So. All right. What else is Let's talk about more important uh, topics. Stephen Hawking passed away. Completely gear shift, hardcore gear shift on the on the on the news here. Um Stephen, They don't call these topics hot for nothing. Stephen, <laughs> we don't they don't call them hot. <laughs> Stephen Hawking died. Uh he was 76 years old. Yeah. Um he died on Pi Day, which everybody's making a big deal out of. Yeah. But he wasn't a fucking mathematician. I feel like of the people who would care the <laughs> least about Pi Day, it's got to be Stephen Hawking. He had to he had to die on Pi Day to get to the next level. People don't realize that there's a cosmic a cosmic code that he'd cracked <laughs> if he died. So he was like, I saw a tweet and they were like, um, he was born on the anniversary of Isaac Newton's birthday or something, uh-huh. and he died on. The fun thing about numerology is you can make anything fun. <laughs> no, it's like. <laughs> It's well, if like, you add all the days together, and that gives you nine, and if you divide nine by, it's like such nonsense. I gotta find. Hold on, I gotta find this. I saw it on Instagram. A lot of people post this stuff and horoscope stuff to Twitter, and all I can think is it's like, so, he's still dead. It's so woke. Hold on, it's not woke. Hold on, it. Uh, here it is. Stephen Hawking. You fact check me on this, okay? This mm-hmm. is an Instagram I saw. Was born January eighth, nineteen forty two, on the three hundredth anniversary of Galileo's death. I, I okay. Okay. He died March 14th or the anniversary of Einstein's birth. Okay. It's like, this is like my mom does shit like this. Yeah. She's like, we lived on a, you were born in, on October 19th and we lived on a house that was 19 Oak Avenue and Eric was born on November 27th and we bought the house on the 27th day of you know, January. And it's like, I'm like, what, and what does that mean? Well, I'll tell you what that means. It means that when you decide that you're going to, uh, uh, add those numbers together, then you divide it by Zelda's birthday. What you get is the winning lottery ticket number from two weeks ago. And if we'd only knew. We only knew. (laughs) No, wait, so is this true? Did he, was he born on Galileo's, the anniversary of Galileo's death? January 8th, 1642. Beautiful. And he, did Einstein die on March 14th? No, sorry. Was he born, born? Born on March 14th. Born March 14th, okay, look, 1879. Uh, look, I think I'm definitely right. When you put it together, okay, 
born on the 300th anniversary of Galileo's death. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, died, when was Kendall Jenner died, born? Hold on, died on <laughs> died on Einstein's 14th. Sorry, the anniversary of Einstein's birth on Pi Day. He just went to the next. He went to the next level. Didn't he already go to the next he ascended level? To the, he ascended to... <laughs> when he made all these discoveries about black holes. He is... Stephen Hawking is the universe now. What we don't realize is that he he's actually... He's galaxy brain. He's galaxy... He's, he's the galaxy. He's it all, everything. Everything is Stephen Hawking now. Uh-huh. Uh, anyhow, it's, look, it's, it's sad, but you know what's interesting about this? I thought people would be... You know, the internet... A lot of nerds on the internet. Mm-hmm. I should know because that's my entirety of my world is nerds of some form. Yeah. Um, I thought the Stephen Hawking stuff would be much more emotional and overwrought, but I think that we're in now in the age, we may be getting to the stage of digital mourning where people don't make that big a deal out of it anymore. But I think he like is a symbol because he was a scientist whose life was enabled by science, like work was enabled by science. So it's extremely inspiring, but I think it's inspiring in the way like a historical figure is. So I think a lot of people were like... I, they were like ready for this emotionally. Well, yeah, he wasn't young either. It's not like when Robin Williams was gone and it was like, but I was just watching Aladdin. Right. <laughs> Is that what happened to you? You were watching Aladdin. The next thing you know, you heard of uh, you heard of I Robin, took that. You heard of Robin very, Williams passing very personally, and Joan Rivers too. But you know, Stephen Hawking. I think what a bummer it must have been for him in these final years of his life to have to watch like people like Donald Trump. Right. And like he's like well, Rick Perry will be in charge of energy. I mean, not that he Stephen Hawking's like who cares? He threw a party for time travelers. It's <laughs> like I don't give a shit. And yeah, what were you gonna say? I think what annoys him more is probably the Neil deGrasse Tyson of it all because he's like have a sense of humor. <laughs> who Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, he doesn't have a sense of humor. No, he's the person who's like, well, actually, after like a Star Trek movie comes out, and you're like, all right, nobody thought this was a documentary, <laughs> right? <laughs> he's like, you could never fly the spaceship upside down like, like that. It's okay. like, shut the fuck up, nobody cares. No. Are you tweeting in the theater <laughs> because you're a monster? He's like, this is ridiculous. He's like, these planets wouldn't appear in focus. It's like, you know what, asshole. Anyway, what were you going to say? <laughs> Speaking of sciency death, yeah, um, love it. Love this, this transition. There's this company that wants to upload our brains like San Junipero, but they're not good at much except like the freezing of the brain. I think the worst thing that Black Mirror has done to society is that now there are all these fucking Black Mirror episodes that people can quote or like reference when they're talking about things that seem crazy to them. They're like, this is just like that Black Mirror episode. And it's like, no, it's not. It's just a thing that's happening. It doesn't have to be like something. It could just be life. It's I'm not old, knocking the you. oldest thing you've ever said. <laughs> No, but it is. It sure, is sure, but people's references will update. And it, I actually did a tweet about this recently, which I was really proud of. Sorry, go ahead. Tell me about this. Uh, tell me well, about this. this company freezes your brain. It kills you. You have to be dead, like there. You have to like they kind of have to kill you. Then they freeze your brain and they take photos of it, and you've got like a one to one image of the brain. But that that's not really like you. That's not really your brain. Like the electrical impulses aren't there, and I it's been damaged is, yeah, in the I, observation. So I think this is the great, you know, all. All 14-year-old nerds have thought at one time or another about this, like, what if I could upload my brain? And then you're like, and then you're like, what is it? I mean, it's like, it isn't you. What would it be? I don't know. But like I think it is. Listen, consciousness is an illusion. I'm not even me. No, but it it would seem like you. But but, I think it would be you. But what's no, it wouldn't be you. I think it would. No, it would be a copy of you. Sure. What's the difference? Well, the difference is there's one that's aware and conscious now in this brain. But th- I don't think that's true. And the next one, it I is think consciousness true. is an illusion. It's not an illusion. It it's, is. It's real. 
No, it's something and your brain is telling you is happening, but it's not really happening. Yeah, but okay, but it is happening. Nah. Really? Yeah. Well, both our brains are, are experiencing this the as a conscious interaction. The only thing that exists is the exact moment. The, no. the memory that you just had a thought doesn't really exist. But what I'm saying is, and by the way, maybe this gets me into some kind of real fucked up catch-22 where I'm arguing uh-huh. for a soul, which I'm not because souls don't exist because God is dead. Um, God committed suicide. Actually, it's a very sad story. In fact, if you read Where it's actually it, in the news it's actually been the, It's been the next <laughs> news topic. It's like God hung himself, which is, I didn't Ooh. see that coming. It's just, and you know what? It's weird is that he posted it to an Instagram He put story. it on Instagram. He was a live, he did a live uh, Instagram like, story tough stuff. of him killing himself. And there was no emoji for this. Which is very dark. Um, I, I guess he found out Stephen Hawking died and he couldn't go on. Yeah. Um, anyhow, so, so. Uh, that was a very morbid vignette, and I feel very bad about it. But but the, so what happens is like okay, so I'm laying on the thing. I'm like, all right, upload my brain. You stick the mm-hmm. thing in my brain, and then zip. My brain goes over to the computer. But like, is there no difference between no? Because what, the you from a second ago doesn't exist, and the you from. But do I experience the transfer in any way? No, you just open your eyes, and you're in the robot. I'm not. There's no eyes. I'm well, you open computer. your ocular uh, appendage cameras, and you have. What if there are no cameras? Well, then you exist where you exist. I, I just think that it's like it's just a version of you. It's not you. Sure, but so is the you I'm talking to right now. No, the but you I'm from the same. Literally I'm seconds ago the is same not you. Version. I think the only way this but you're really not works, the same. All think, of your molecules have been replaced I in the think, last seven years. Only, Are you the same you you were when you were a kid? I think. Whoa. You also have some cool sound effects here. Uh, the only thing that works here is if you take the brain mm-hmm. and you put it in something else. You, like, I don't think so. You like put it to sleep for a little bit and then you wake it back up. I think if it's not the actual brain, then whatever it is, is it not you? I think that's a little bit of magical thinking no, about it's not. me. Your brain it's just is me. Your brain is where you are. And once you take the brain out of the equation, it's not you anymore. But you is just a collection of memories and impulses and like it's it's biological it's, things. It's, and if it you can simulate Ryan, it would those. be you are. Okay. I don't want to have to correct your grammar here. But okay. <laughs> you is the, <laughs> I know what you're saying. The Wii virtual <laughs> console is just as good as an and Nintendo Entertainment System. Wrong. First off, it's the same game. First off, why is there no Switch Virtual Console? Th- that it's I can't even get into. Fucking outrageous. <laughs> We're gonna have a bonus episode it's three hours of really screaming. Fucking outrageous. I think I finally found a Switch game that I'm somewhat interested in playing. By the way, which I'll talk about in a little bit. All of them. I'm into all. No, of them. it's not all of them. It's one. But I just think that I, 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 you know, I admire this company. Uh, for their completely absurd startup idea that they're going to make tons and tons of money on and never, they literally are like, the founder of it is like, this, the product is 100% fatal. Like, it definitely will, it's, de- so you, Elon Musk. it's like, you're now 100% <laughs> guaranteed to die if you use our product. People yeah. are like, well, where do I sign? Like, the how same do thing I get that it? Elon Musk how just said about it? going to Mars. He was like, the people we said will immediately probably die and we'll have to try again. I'm so bored of the fucking, these, um, these like people in Silicon Valley who were like raised on they like grew up reading neuromance and they're like that's what the world is yeah and it's like that's a science fiction book yeah like your ideas some of your ideas are so bad I'm not saying it's a bad idea I mean it is but in some ways it's worse than the people who think that Harry Potter is politics in some ways it's the it's worse because it's like this is both a reflection and like a projection and it, it like it's just not applicable to the real world and we need to just have other terms to talk about this in anyhow the company's called Nectome they'll embalm your brain. Nectome. That doesn't Nectome. inspire. It's a great. They can't even come up. Maybe it's pronounced nectomy. I don't. It's also, sounds, either way, not good. Why not call it like? Why not call it like Vision Quest or like Super Brain or Brain Upload? Brain Box. Brain Box. <laughs> brain Box is great. I, I, I come do. I, oh, I have a Brain Box account. Ninety nine dollars a year. It's very good. I just upload my brain. I've just been really attached to the name Nextome. Nectome. 
Nectome. Nectome. Nect or nectomy. Nectome. It came to me in nectome. a dream. Nectome. A dream which is a simulation. This can be pronounced many different ways and all of them sound bad. So uh, they will, uh, here's what they do. Mm -hmm. They will connect people with terminal illnesses to a heart-lung machine while they're under anesthesia. And then they pump them full of embalming chemicals to preserve their brains. Like same. And then, uh, and then what? And then they cut your brain into little pieces and scan it, I believe. It's a lot like um, Papa Roach. <laughs> cut, exactly. my, cut my brain into pieces. It's exactly like Papa Roach. <laughs> this is my last resort. <laughs> <laughs> Suffocation. Now, breathe in me. Were they describing? I don't know. Was Papa Roach describing? Wait, the, wait, wait, wait. Papa Roach was born 300 years after. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't realize is that they... The band Papa Roach formed. was formed on the 300-year anniversary of the death of Galileo, and therefore— And exactly 10 years before that episode of San Junipero. Fucking mind-blowing. This is so much like a Black Mirror. All of this is like a—this conversation is like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. It's like the one with John Hamm. Just kidding. I fucking hate Black Mirror. Sorry. I'm sorry. Even San Junipero is just okay. How dare It's you. just okay. I love Sanjay. You know what's a great Black Mirror episode, though? Uh -huh. Time Enough at Last, starring Burgess Meredith. <laughs> it's very... Have you ever seen it? Do you want yeah, it? it's a fuck, Twilight fucked Zone. up. It will fuck you up, man. Yeah. All right, moving on from... From, from one, that, from we've one, got some, 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 tough, some tough social stuff. So first up, of, of social companies doing terrible things, YouTube is going to use Wikipedia to post facts on conspiracy videos, which they won't take down otherwise. Yeah, so the CEO of... of because people who are into conspiracies don't know how to use Wikipedia no to danger. disagree with it's it. There's just no danger there. I, I love... By the way, I love Wikipedia. I think Wikipedia sure. is a, a great product, but Wikipedia yeah. is a flawed product. Everything is. And, like, so the idea here is Susan Susan Wojcicki, I think it's pronounced Wojcicki. Wojcicki. I could be mispronouncing it, um, who's the CEO of YouTube, was interviewed at South by Southwest and was like... We are going to start putting, like, heads-up pop-up displays or something, pop-up info when you're watching a video. When you're, when you're already watching the Alex Jones, Sandy Hook Parents or Crisis Actors video, okay, I just want to understand. Let's actually play this out here, mm -hmm. okay? You go to YouTube, trending now. The Parkland students are just crisis actors. They weren't really in a school shooting. Mm -hmm. And Alex Jones, and he's like, Alex Jones gets on. Have you ever watched Alex Jones? Of course. I had to watch a lot of Alex Jones recently because we interviewed David Hogg, and and during the edit, I saw a lot of Alex Jones clips. Mm -hmm. Alex Jones is so fucking stupid. I mean, I can't. It's believe, wild. I truly can't believe how fucking stupid this guy is. Like, like it is. You know, whatever. What's the opposite of galaxy brain? Like, <laughs> if the brain is a rock, that's a peanut-sized rock. That's like. Hey, Alex don't, don't insult small rocks. That's. <laughs> The galaxy is vast and explosive, and, and, just a, and the that opposite cup, is like two girls, one one cup, cup. That's what Alex he is. Jones' brain is like when your brain is shriveled to a tiny little fucking peanut piece of gravel, a, a craisin, not has, even a raisin. It's a craisin. It's a rock, the size of a craisin, uh -huh. in the middle of an empty brain. At any rate. Empty skull. It's he's so fucking stupid, and he has Roger Stone on. I mean, you should hear this. He's like, he's like, I'm not saying it's a, I'm not saying it's a false flag, but the Democrats have done this before. It's like you're in fucking outer space. Uh, my dude. favorite is yeah. that he endorses a line of um of supplements that yeah, he's he says so uh, like, he's like oh, our soy is so bad for you. Take these supplements, and then the supplements uh, contain soy. Alex Jones. I don't like to talk about how people look, but Alex Jones's body is like. He's like the Pillsbury Doughboy if he was injected with red food dye. 
You know, like he's just like a bloated ball of like sweat. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he has what's going on with him happened to Alec Baldwin and Jax from Vanderpump Rules, which is a thickening. Yeah. It's you, but thicker, I, I just that, thicker think, all the time and sweatier. I think what's true is like, and I think if you look at some, some of the people across the kind of GOP slash Republican slash right wing universe, there definitely is something happening to people physically. Like they're the, the evilness, the evilness of their of their mind and their like soul, which doesn't exist again, but whatever it is <laughs> of their being is like, it's like creeping its way to the physical into the physical form. Like, I think Donald Trump has a physicality that is just like, I'm not, I'm not going to call him like orange or whatever. I just yeah. think he looks unhealthy. Yeah. He looks bad. And I'm, I'm hesitant to talk about women's appearances, but Kellyanne Conway's, Conway's face is like that because she's made that face so many times that it's stuck. I feel like when you're fake smiling through everything, it can be very bad for your skin. Unless you're Ivanka and you have a team of uh, from uh, Netcom pumping and bombing Ivanka's fluid so, into your so face beautiful. at all times. So, so beautiful. I mean, if she weren't my daughter. Whatever. In any event, they want to post these Wikipedia facts <laughs> yeah. to conspiracy so videos. Can, wow. So we people can disregard so, them okay. in real time. So that's what I was going to say. Okay, you're watching Alex Jones. He's like, oh, Parker. Soy boy, false flag. Soy boy. Okay, and then and then while I'm watching Alex Jones, a little there's a little pop up video. It's like bleep, and it's like bleep, and it's like I don't know if you know this, but hey, fun fact for Wikipedia Uh, on the set of the You Ought to Know video, Alanis Morissette. Pop this, up by the way, you like my pop-up video sound? Bloop, bloop. It's like something like that. It's like bloop. Yeah, VH1. Right, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, uh, uh, fun fact, the Sandy Hook was a real shooting that happened. And <laughs> bloop, the Parkland were 17 students killed in the Parkland shooting in Florida. It's like, what is the fucking approach here? No. To th- This is not effective. It's like. As how- if these people also don't have ad filters on for this kind of stuff yeah, that I, disable all of it. Here's an idea. Don't do your fucking pop-up video. Okay. Just don't post it in the first place. Don't let Alex Jones uh, propagate fucking lies for money on your platform. And I can see them being like, well, we don't know what would happen if we banned information. Well, Twitter just did it, and it seems to be going fine, and we've been banging them to do it for years, so maybe you do it too. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Your for-profit business is not a free speech platform. No. It is a fucking business. Okay? When we used to ban commenters on Engadget, they get real mad. Well, okay, I ran a tech site called Engadget. Have you ever, ever heard of it? It's still in business. Great, great, great website. Uh, you know, you want to get a great phone review, check it out. Um, at Engadget, we get people who are like, you fucking Apple fanboys, right? Some just like asshole, some racist people. Who the worst of the worst, okay? We used to have a sign-up, a way you could sign up. You didn't even have to provide an email address. You could just start commenting. You just get a username, Okay? And we'd ban these fucking pieces of shit, and they'd be like, they'd send us an email, they're like, you're violating my freedom of speech. It's like, listen, <laughs> dude, the, the Engadget website, just like YouTube and Twitter and Facebook, are not freedom of speech. But the biggest mistake these fucking people ever made were like, we're about free speech, freedom of speech. The fucking Jack Dorsey's like, we're a free speech platform. We're the free speech uh, party. We're the free speech platform of the free speech uh, party. It's like, you know what, buddy? You're a for-profit business. You have advertisers and you've got users and your job is to generate revenue for your shareholders. Now, can they do it in a good way? Sure. But the reality is if if Twitter goes, hey, you know what's bad for our overall product is we don't like neo-Nazis making death threats to, to black people on our platform uh, or to Jews. It's good for their business to ban them and they should ban them and it's not a free speech violation. You want to talk about how you want to kill people? You can do it anywhere on the internet where you can put up a website. You can go anywhere you want on the internet on a forum and talk about it until you get banned. 
So it's like this idea that somehow YouTube has to be, or Twitter or Facebook or anybody has to be this kind of innocent, safe, you know, naive middle ground where whatever happens is not their business is fucking bullshit. And, and they need, the, the thing that is so aggravating about this is this insistence that, sorry, I'm ranting, but no, I mean, rant, that's, that's, why, right. that's why I'm here, is this insistence that, go off, that, that they have to be this thing in order for their business to succeed. That's not true. The Nazis do not make Twitter good in any way for the vast majority of users. For Nazis, they can go on fucking Gab or whatever bullshit service they dreamed up. It's like Twitter's job is to make Twitter really good for the vast majority of users. And and people like Alex Jones, I don't care how many fucking views he has, he does not reflect the views of most people who are on YouTube. And frankly, if he's spreading like literal, talking about fake news, if he's spreading literal, fabricated, and misleading information about news stories that are important, like a school shooting, he should not be on the fucking platform. He's violating the trust of people who use the platform, and he's poisoning the fucking water that we all have to drink. And that guy should be gone. I'm all for banning. It's not about free speech. Alex Jones can spin up his own video player and put it on alexjones.com. And if he doesn't get all the people to watch his videos, what's well, tough fucking shit for Alex Jones? So I guess your platform wasn't strong enough for people to come and watch videos on your platform. But like the idea that YouTube has to be protective of Alex Jones's lies about people who've had their fucking children murdered is offensive to me. I mean, it is offensive to me on a, on a, a personal level that, that somehow the value of his ability to literally spread lies about people about news that is happening is, is somehow important in YouTube's grand scheme of its business. Because I don't think that's what their business is. I think it should be an open platform for speech. And I think that one of the violations of that platform should be if you, if you, if you pose as a news and information source and you on more than one occasion are blatantly lying, misleading, or fabricating stories about the news, there should be a fucking rule where you just get banned. I, I think uh, it's weird to me that we keep coming back to whether or not these people genuinely believe in it. The, like, libertarian free market will take care of itself argument for everything. And, and it applies to speech and it applies to the economy. It applies to everything. Because what's weird or what I guess people don't talk about is that the way that a platform or market is built inherently makes choices and it isn't free because if you look at Instagram, I've never gotten a death threat on Instagram because I can delete a negative comment or turn comments off. Right. And that's on Twitter. The at reply that calls me like a rapist because I, I, I once tweeted that um, removing women's makeup via an app was sexist. People were adding that. me and yeah. saying that I was a rapist and I must be a sexist wow. and I must hate women oh and that I must have violence against women because it's well, the only so way you could come untrue. to that opinion. But that at exists now if you search. So they've built their website so that whether or not I, I have – I've given my permission, anyone can at me and basically be searchable in my username and say whatever they want. Right. Whereas on Instagram, if I did a post and you wrote that, I could yeah, delete yeah, it and own, it's gone. You own some 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 of the space that you're talking about. So YouTube's in, yeah. already built their platform to function in a way where trending things happen, where comments exist, likes. Yeah, yeah. And they've built it in a way that, that people can exploit. So you either need to go and rebuild your platform from the ground up or you need to put in place some checks for the flaws you know exist in what you built. I, I mean, I think, And that's what regulation is. So fuck for 
free markets yeah. and fuck your free market of ideas. Wow. Okay. Ryan's more fired up about this than I am. That's impressive. I I will say I I think you hit the nail on the head. Is is it with it with the way these platforms are designed? You know, to me, the solution actually. Listen, actually. I'd be fine if you're like, we're not going to ban Alex Jones, but what we are going to do is demonetize him, and we're going to make sure that in the mainstream of what YouTube does, we're going to make sure because we have human beings watching and looking and figuring this out, we're going to curate what people see and not let it be out. I mean, think about what the what the algorithm hath wrought on YouTube, right? I mean, the, the, the I mean, the, lowest common denominator content in every genre. I mean, you like makeup artists? It's always the most basic. And you know what I mean? Do you like uh, uh, tech reviews? It's always the most middle of the road. Yeah. And and the most like searchable or or on the flip side, the most controversial. Well, it's like and you the look at, most awful. It's stuff. like the kids' videos everybody's freaking out about. You know, we there's wrote nothing a, in the middle. We wrote about Peppa, the fake Peppa Pig videos long before the big. You know, oh the the internet something wrong on the internet. But it's like, listen, the, that algorithm rewarded a certain kind of video and people played into what the algorithm was asking of them. And it's like totally makes sense. But like Alex Jones has it's 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 do you, I mean, you know, fucking kids who are 12 years old and they're going on YouTube and they see Alex Jones and he's like talking about how how the you know David Hogg, who we interviewed, you know, he's an amazing, super smart kid is a crisis actor. And those kids. 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds, whatever, they're like, well, I don't know. Maybe he is. You know, the maybe is is the is the key for all, all like right-wing propaganda. The maybe is like the way that Because it's like the facts don't matter because I feel this way and yeah. there's some nuance and it's complicated, but I know it's true in my heart. All you do, and the most important thing is they get it. It's like you get it out there. Now, look, not all, not all people on the left are honest either. I mean, there's bullshit on both sides. Not the same level. No. But- there are fucking completely outrageous yeah. people on the left who are like sure. in la la land. But the but the reality is, you know, Alex Jones and people like him have built a business. Mike Cernovich, this fucking guy, this motherfucker, the guy who like propagated the Pizzagate rumor, who, who fancies himself some kind of journalist, this phony piece of garbage. That his idea that 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 some idea that we should be that there is an equivalent nature in uh, an equivalency between a, a guy like Mike Cernovich or Alex Jones and like people who work for, for, and I don't mean mainstream, but just people who are actually practicing real journalism. You know, what they do is like, it's like rumor mongering, scaremongering, lying with a side of accidental. So once in a while they talk about something that is right or that they have something that is like related and they, and they can trade on that one little thing. It's the Ben Shapiro of it all. Oh yeah, Ben Shapiro, the fucking, the, one of the worst. He's one of the worst. It's also, he exists so that people can say like, you know, we're not anti-Semitic. We can't be Nazis because we hang out with Ben Shapiro. Yeah. And that is the, I, part of the problem I think YouTube needs to Talk about a, health, to a, self-hating, a self-hating Jew. But part of the I problem mean, is the comment section that then propagate and obfuscate oh, the things that are actually I mean, in the dude, video. Dude, we, we, I mean, so we did. They I should disable monetization and comments. I mean, we, I can't tell you, we, we, so we did this video. Or just delete the videos. On, uh, I mentioned this, but we did, we went down to Parkland, um, and met David Ha, went to his house, went met his parents, and 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 talked to these kids. Um, I'm actually looking now because I want to see. I haven't checked on this in a long time. Um, so we did. We had to, we did a video where we had a very raw conversation with him. I mean, he just basically was like unedited. He was tired. He was hungry. You know, he just came in, sat down, and we had this very raw conversation. And, and I loved the conversation. He's a super smart kid, and he's been through. I mean, it's insane to me these these teenagers in Parkland went from literally hiding in a, a closet or a hallway or literally watching their friends. I mean, they're like Snapchat videos of this, of this guy shooting people. And, and then 
the next day, two days, whatever, they're like, we're not going to shut up about this. We're not going to say, you know, take your thoughts and prayers and go away. Like we want to talk about it now. And they've been talking about it relentlessly. And they're actually really affecting, you know, when I think about, you know, just to, I mentioned Sandy Hook before. Sorry, this is a very dark, we're very dark here. But, you know, Sandy Hook is an insane, was an insane crime like the, the it's my brain almost like is has trouble processing it's like I, I, I honestly don't think that anyone besides those parents can understand the gravity of what we're talking about and the fact that it gets thrown around like it's insane i mean i mean you know we're talking about like the level of suffering i mean we're talking about what young children who were like fucking shot to death with this weapon this fucking weapon that it makes like grapefruit size holes in people i mean i really want you to fucking think about right like these are children they're fucking babies you know and, and, and I look, I, I, as a father, you know, it, it definitely is something that I've thought a lot about. I mean, I've, I've always hated guns. I think guns are, I think guns are the worst, one of the worst inventions. I mean, in, insane invention. The fact that we let people buy them willy nilly in this country is absolute madness. I mean, there's a, America has this sexual fucking obsession with guns, which is truly disturbing. But the, but I really want people, and if you're listening to this, and I, you know, people who are listening to this probably agree with me to some extent or else like you'd definitely turn me the fuck off. Uh, I mean, like you would shut this podcast <laughs> off, but you know, really think about what that means. Like to have a child shot to death for no fucking reason. And then and then think about the people who would get up. Think about the students in Parkland. These they are teenagers. I don't care if they look mature. I don't care if they speak in, in an intelligent way. They're still 17, 16, 15 fucking year old kids. Think about what it's like to get up and say, I want this to stop. I saw my friends die. And then to be have these fucking people like Ben Shapiro, this, this, this small-minded fucking troll who somehow is, has gained credibility. People like these right-wing Alex Jones, these conspiracy theorists, to, to say a fucking word about them, a bad word about them. It's like, you don't know shit. The, ben Shapiro has been through nothing. He's a person who's lived a fucking, a life of total. This is all theoretical to yeah, Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Ben Shapiro's like, the Second Amendment, you don't fucking know what it's like to see a fucking hole the this size of- This is just of, an argument a, about a, points. A, a, a fucking hole in somebody's body, you know? Like a friend of yours who t t 10 minutes earlier was a fucking alive, you know, yeah. and these these armchair fucking quarterbacks of the right wing with their conspiracy theories and their fucking equivocating and their, you know, defense of this bullshit ideal. The Second Amendment. Read the fucking Second Amendment. It's not about AR fucking 15s. It is not about. And also some of our amendments have things have been wrong before. Yeah, uh, let's just completely yeah. say that the Second Amendment says no, you're ridiculous. entitled it's, it's to automatic weapons. Like, Listen, I'll, be, I'll be clear. I don't give a shit about the Second Amendment. Me neither. I, don't, I just to me, it's like it's like it's I don't like, give a shit about most of the, like the Constitution to me it, is not like, as important as the core like, ideas. Of it's the like Constitution. you're well armed. You're well armed militia. In the context of America in 2018 and beyond is nothing. Like if the government wants to fuck with you, you have nothing. You have no power. Okay? Well, let's so start there. But even like if you wanted to get into the language, it's not even as definitive as as to say that like, oh, like the whole states rights thing, like the idea that the NRA was so pro states rights from a constitutional law perspective. And then Florida now is moving forward with some gun control legislation and they're anti states rights I, I, proves I, that this isn't about that. No, it's never. It's look, the, 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 hypocr the hypocrites. I mean, there are there's never been a larger group of hypocrites than people in the right in, in the right wing. Like the, the the GOP people in the GOP who are like, how dare this 
uh, man have an extramarital affair. They have the slimiest fucking most, you know, uh, sexually deviant president in history. A guy who's had money, you know, they're like backing people like Roy Moore, who's a literal fucking like rapist and fucking sex harasser and abuser. You know, the, 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 that party is so bankrupt morally. I mean, there is no moral high ground for those people. And, and it's idea- so weird that there's an, that there's like some equivalence with the Democrats because it's like you don't have to love the Democrats to admit that there is literally no equivalence there. Like I, you can you can have problems with anything. You know, but there's no similarities. But anyhow, so the gun thing is like, listen, I you you want to you want to own guns, you want to buy guns. Like, I there, I mean, for most people who want to own and buy guns, they're probably fine. They just like them. They like to have. It's like I have but a bunch of. But that's the thing. I have lots of hobbies I'd like to do that right. I can't do. So. No, I. But you know, it's like I have a bunch of smartphones. I like fucking around with them. Okay, cool. You like to go out. You live in a place where you can go out and shoot fucking bottles or whatever. You want to. I mean, of course, I'm very anti-hunting. But you know, if that's what you want to do, if you think it's cool to like kill an animal who literally has no defense whatsoever, and you're holding a fucking high-powered gun, gun, if that makes you feel like a man, if that gives you a boner, good for you. But like buy um, a fucking video game. But like, but like, but listen. But so. But the reality of it is, it's like it should be hard as fuck to do to get a gun. It should I be love so driving. Fucking hard. You know how hard it is to have a car. It's ridiculous. Yeah, do you, the you barrier to entry is bullshit. pretty you think, high. You have to renew your license, and everyone all the time. seems to be able to do it. Yeah, it's insane. You have to pay insurance. Yeah. You have to pay for the car. Like, <laughs> anyhow, to sum up, let's get off this. Which is such, such a depressing topic. But to anyway. sum up, to sum up, uh, Alex Jones is a piece of shit. Uh, uh, ben Shapiro is the worst. Um, and and uh, YouTube needs to get its shit together. This Wikipedia pop-up video stuff is a, a complete, in my opinion, a total deflection of responsibility when they need to actually evaluate what their service is and does and wh- who it's for and how it should be used. And they're not doing that. There's no reflection here. They're like, oh, yeah, if a lie is there, we'll tell you the truth. It's like, that's not really how it works. It's like, stop the propagation of lies. Yeah, like, if that if fact-checking worked, we wouldn't have had the results we did in the 2016 election, which spent know. the entire time talking about fact-checking. Right. It's, re- it's, it's, it's completely absurd. And well, to transition um, the yeah, next news do. story we God, had let's here. get on something up joyous and upbeat. Well, <laughs> it's not very upbeat. What is it? But the... Uh, the piece that went up about video games and, and violence oh, yeah, uh, yeah, because yeah. the president's stand on uh, all this gun violence is that it's uh, EA's fault. Uh, we did an interview with Alfie Bone or Bown um, who uh, wrote this book, The PlayStation uh, Dream World. She talks about the relationship between um, uh, video games and, and, and human beings. And, and look, I mean, uh, it's mainly interesting right now because there, Trump's like, I mean, Trump, you know, whatever. There's so much to say about Trump and I'd rather not. But, you know, it's like the when you think it can't get any dumber, it just always does. And he's like, it's video games. And he's like, I want to hold a, a meeting about video games and, and gun violence. It's like, listen, man, you know, if video games were the, really the problem, I think we would know at this point. I think we'd really have a we'd really have a much clearer uh, sense of, of what the you know, let's say. I mean, I think the thing about it is like, let's say you play Call of Duty. And you're like, man, this looks awesome. I got to kill some people. It's like, okay, that's definitely a problem. That may, maybe that happens to some people. They're like playing Call of Duty and they decide, I want to do this for real. The problem is not that. I mean, that's obviously something that needs to be addressed with mental health. Like not about, it's not about making the video game. Look, I mean, violence is all around us. It's like there is violence in TV and in, in film and, and, and li- like literally like, v- you know, violence has been depicted in books since the beginning of books. But if you think seeing a virtual gun makes you violent, how does like that not I translate if, into I, real world guns? I think, that, well, no, it's not the violence that's the problem. It's I think the if virtual seeing, violence. I think if seeing a virtual gun makes you feel like you want to do violence, 
What does holding a real gun make you feel like you want? Well, to? but but the right, but the but it's like okay, there's a mental health issue there that needs to be addressed. Yeah, not a game issue, not like make the games nicer. I mean, I think by the way, there I think could the be... best point in this though wasn't even that. I think the best point in this was that the games are. They make you, they draw you in with the promise of violence, but it's a transformative experience because they're using it to make a statement and make you feel a certain way. So like when you see violence in video games, sometimes it's shocking or it's like a, it's a transformative thing. So you go in there and you start killing people and then you realize the reality of that or the gravity of that or it's used to make a statement. Nobody actually got hurt. You got drawn in with those impulses and maybe have them transformed for you. And you can argue about individual games and what their messages are and why they employ violence. But it's a weird to blanket state an entire like like fictional like, oh, so we can't write about violence either. It's just weird. It's weird to, from the same people who are making free speech arguments and f- like guns are good arguments. You can't make guns and free speech are good arguments and then say that video right. games with guns are bad. Right. I mean, I think there's a really interesting passage in this in this interview where where um you know, Alfie says the game does have the capacity in my opinion to construct and create impulses and desires which they which the individual feels to be their own. Um and I think that you know, there's a conversation about dreams and and I think, you know, what's really interesting is um it's possible to to get a notion, right? It's possible to 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 pick up on something. I think that it's dangerous to make this one to one, this one to one sort of line between what it might make you feel or think, or what it might make you consider, versus the action of doing it. Right? That 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 you could imagine it doesn't mean that you would do it, right? And I think that and I think that the thing is more than anything. I think about pushing people in front of the subway all the time. I'm never going to do it. That feels like a very specific But if Ryan you see someone issue. standing and the train is coming, it crosses your mind. Doesn't no, mean you're going to do it. It's very sick and I'm very disturbed <laughs> by hearing that. That makes me very upset. What, what I what I will say is this. You may think all you want that you want to get a fucking machine gun and shoot a bunch of people. Yeah. If you can't get the machine gun, it's very hard to do. It's very hard to do. And and there are there is case after case after case that proves people are like, well, if they really want to kill somebody, it's like people don't typically what people don't they're like they're not like I want to kill people no matter what. They they they, they get fixated on a very specific way of An killing. Image. A way of killing a romanticized people. Right. Thing. And and what has been romanticized in this country is the fucking cowboy with the gun. And what we see is the cowboy with the gun. Or even just the Dylan Roof of it all of like I'm a I'm a super villain. Yeah. We don't see a lot of Got people who want to kill people get a truck. Yeah, it happens. And dr- they're not going to drive through the hallways of a school with a truck. They're not going to wait. They might. And Maybe guess what? If you did, how many people can you hit at once with a right. truck? That's right. And how many can people only, can you stab with a knife? Only, it's you, not can only the same. Tru- you can only get the truck so Vegas. far. It's very fucking hard. It's but very- also, do you think having this conversation at all puts it on a conversation we're having on Republican terms? Because now instead of talking about banning guns we're talking about protecting video games i mean have they already won by us no, doing that they have a, i mean they have, in, look, in the long run I, what i believe firmly is in the long run most of the ideas that the gop holds near and dear are wrong and will fail and i think that like you know I, I will say this we're in a you know we're in a dark time in history but like honestly and i feel this optimism about a lot of things like there's a you know i still feel optimism about technology and i feel optimism about politics what i feel is that i mean it's hard to see it now but the march, I mean, unless we get into a t- really, truly totalitarian fascist 
um, environment in this country, which I, I hope we really are far away from. And I feel that I feel pretty strongly that we are far away from and we're going to fix what is broken right now. But like the march of humanity is progressive, is, prog- is towards progressive thinking and progressive behavior. It progressive Progressive thought, and I don't mean I don't mean I'm not talking about a political party here. Progressivism is uh, what has gotten us to where we are now, and it is what will get us over the next you know mountain that we've got to climb. I really believe that more compassion, more understanding, more openness, m- more um, freedom um, uh, 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 will will be is the way forward for humanity. Like I don't think what the Republicans believe in, you know, Judeo-Christian ideals wrapped up with a bunch of weird puritanical stuff about like our bodies and our sex and like all that shit, um, uh, uh, a, a proclivity towards violence, um, exclusion versus inclusion, um, uh, uh, you know, a, a cl- like essentially closed versus open in terms of their approach to the world. I think that is, you know, they talk about globalist, but global globalism is a fucking, I don't mean like in the economic sense, there are problems with, with the global picture of economics right now, but in the sense of like, when we think about human beings, the idea of being more open to other people, you know, I don't assume that people want to do me harm. Yeah. I don't, I don't walk through the world going like the people around me are bad and have to be stopped. I think most of these people are good. Most of these people want to do at least if not, Maybe they don't want to do a good thing, but they don't want to do a bad thing. And so I think that, you know, talking about this is really interesting, but I do believe that at the end of the day, that shit loses in the long run. I think that my child and the children that are growing up now uh, will see so much of what exists as the GOP and the Republican Party and conservative politics and the right wing here and elsewhere in other countries as so outmoded with what they believe reality and and humanity to be that it's going to be very difficult. I mean, just purely on, let's just, I mean, there's a reason why they're all a bunch of fucking racists purely on, purely on the way. Well, it's like this, even this round, I don't think their ideas won. I think what won was like pure, pure emotion. I mean, it was like a fuck you one. More than anything, this is an accident. Yeah. I mean, Trump is an accident. Let's hope. Well, no, I mean, I think Trump is a fluke. I think so too, but let's hope. I think he won by 70,000 votes. Yeah. We had an apathetic, very apathetic, um, uh, Voter. Uh, I mean, the combined powers of both racism from Obama and sexism from Hillary Clinton is not to be discounted. No. The hacking, oh, no. hacking the way the media currently was working. Oh, listen. I mean, everything that could have gone wrong in terms of. It was of, a perfect storm. I mean, also like Hillary is an imper- very imperfect candidate. I mean, I, I listen, I love Hillary and I think she would have been a much, much, much better president than Trump by any, ma- any way you would fucking measure it. She's a, a genius politician. Like I say what you will about Hillary. She's a genius politician. She's very, very fucking good at it. And, but anyhow, the point is a perfect storm of things happened. Yeah. So the coming off of Obama and the racism that followed that, the disillusionment with Obama, where people felt like he was going to be this massive change agent, but it felt I very much think, like, I think people were disappointed that hope and change don't happen in eight yeah. years. Yeah, no, that's, that's not how that, it works. But that's, but, but that's, you've got a young, you've got young voters out there and, and even not so young voters who for the first time in a long time heard somebody who sounded like, especially coming off of Bush. Wow. Like this guy's going to fucking really change. And by the way, a lot of stuff did change, but it's incremental. It changes hard. In this country, in this world, change is always going to be incremental. Try it's to not, do anything in life. It's yeah. not easy. It's very fucking hard to make things happen. And when happen. you win the lottery, your life gets ruined. Yeah. Well, instead, I mean, um, yeah. work really hard towards your goals and incrementally get try things out. And 
I don't I'd, be, know. I'd be fine with winning the lottery for the record. But yeah, the point is that I think that overall, like, I, I do feel like, you know, I, I don't think the future is Trump or the Republicans. No. That doesn't look like the future to me. And they want it badly. They want it. The, their biggest fear is, is young people who aren't white. Yeah. Their biggest fear. And that's why you see all of the shit, the wall and the fucking, I, all these ICE policies and immigration policies that are meant to penalize and hurt people, the DACA stuff, all of Trump's fucking rhetoric around the white power groups and their good well, people. Well, white people thought that they were going to get all this stuff. They thought that, like, they would be handed a tie and, and prestige and money, and it didn't happen. And now they think, well, now it's going to go away forever. Now no one will ever get it. And, and I was promised it. Right. And, there's, and the, simple, the simple truth is, like, there's sub, look, there's subjugation of the poor by the, by the very rich. And that is what, that's what, like, a big part of this country has been for a very long time. Like the wealthy and the people who have things want to subjugate people who are not wealthy and don't have things. And they found a really good way to get the poor white people on their side by going like, it's all the brown people that are the problem, not you. And like you're 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 just about to make it happen. I mean, they, this is literally what they did, right? Yeah. And so and so as a result, um, yeah, they sold them this this bullshit where it's like, and now suddenly you know white poor white people are like, wait a second, I'm white, I'm not supposed to be poor, and it's like, yeah, guess what? You, everybody's in the same fucking boat. We're all yeah. battling, you know, the, the fucking billionaire class and the and the and the class that is in power. God, this really got political. Anyhow, those people, their job is to subjugate and keep you fucking quiet and keep you out of the mix. And it doesn't matter what color you are. You've just been lied to for a long time. So that's why I actually feel kind of like, not sympathy, but I feel bad for how ignorant these fucking neo-Nazis are. It's like, you think you think you are like rising to the, dom you're going to be in the fucking dominant class. Like Donald Trump isn't a white supremacist. I mean, he's you a white supremacist. You can understand, but not sympathize. Donald Trump's a white supremacist. Don't get me wrong. I think he's yeah. racist as fuck. But I think more importantly than him being racist, he's rich. And he's surrounded by people who are rich and their job is to stay rich and stay in control. So in many ways, he's like every other politician. And in many ways, he's not. He is absolutely a racist who actually wears it on his sleeve more than fucking uh, Paul Ryan does. But Paul Ryan's a fucking racist, too. You can be sure of it. Make no mistake about it. Anyhow. All right, let's move on. <laughs> All right, so look, let's let's pull up out of just for the for the free because we're getting I think we're pretty close on time here. Let's pull up out of this very dark Josh ranting about politics. By the way, I want to make it clear. Many of these episodes of the new tomorrow are not going to be me ranting about Trump and gun control. I am actually I really many want, will <laughs> most will be about that. Some won't, but um, I am very excited about a lot of other things that are going on, particularly like the outline. I'm very excited about the outline. We've done some really cool reporting and stuff lately. We have a really funny story that went up. Um, this will be up on Friday, but on Thursday, um, one of our, uh, who, a, a, a woman, Emily Brown, who was one of our interns in the very early days, wrote this story about learning how to ride a bike, which I don't know if you've seen, but she didn't know how to ride a bike. Delightful. And she's like in her 20s. And it's like her kind of travelogue of taking bike lessons and like with photos and stuff of the bike class. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even know this was a thing and it never occurred to me. I just figured everybody knows how to ride a bike. Yeah. Or you have no interest in it. Right. Or like you don't care. You're like, whatever. It's a bike. Anyhow, it's a really funny story. And so we're doing a lot. Of, I'm excited. We're doing a lot of cool stuff. We have a lot of cool product stuff that we've rolled out. We started doing this thing called Side Note, which is like, you know, we find this stuff all the time and we're like, this is cool, but like, I don't want to write, I'm not going to write a big piece on it. Yeah. And we've been like the Kendall Jenner thing was a story where it's just like, we have like it's not a, necessary. So we have like a, a little observation. Post. It's like yeah. a little bloggy, but it's also yeah. more like this is stuff that we think is interesting. A lot of times it's like in the middle of an article. It's all like you it, need. Like in the middle of a time story or like if you're reading something, you'll find like an interesting sort of number or quote or whatever. And it's like, oh, that's really interesting. And it doesn't, you don't, it doesn't normally have a spotlight on it. And then sometimes it's like, I just want to talk about like this, one of the actual, the reasons this thing was born, partially at least, was because I was like, 
I want to write about like I was having this Twitter conversation about the RoboCop theme music from the Game Boy game, the RoboCop yeah. Game Boy game. Have we talked about this yeah, on here before? Yeah, we talked about it. God, I'm such a broken record. Anyhow, but like I was like, I'm going to do a quick thing on it because it's like passionate about what you're passionate about. Yeah, I was like, it's so good. I'm just going to fucking put a thing up, and then I was like, we should really have like a format that is like perfect for this because yeah. like our actual we have all these different cool like things you can do with the post, but they're like they're for more like original writing and reporting and, and like interactive stuff. And so anyhow, so we built this thing, which I'm excited about. And we've been doing a lot of like fun little experiments with them, but um, we're moving to a new office. This is the most exciting uh, thing for me. Can't wait. We have a new office. It's in Chinatown. It's beautiful. It's very cool. You've been there. Yeah. It's like took a tour the other day. super white. I mean, the it's just they painted the entire everything white it's, in the office. It, it's, it's like white floors, white ceiling, white wall. It's like the it's most chic but scary yeah. in the way that like a Kanye aesthetic is. I actually heard, yeah, you it's were like there chic, with chic, but I'm nervous. You were there with Elias. You guys went up because it's like definitely it's too like clean. it's New York, but it's, it's like too it's clean. But the building's very New York. Yeah, it's like you look at oh, the outside of it and it's like graffiti and like it looks like yeah. old school, like real New York. And then you go in and like there's kind of a scary stairwell, and then you go in the office and it's like a really beautiful space. Like it's so chic, but I'm just so scared because one day. I'm gonna spill sauce. You spill red wine. All <laughs> That's over gonna them. be that. That's why I could never yeah. interact with some, some of the fashionable. Uh, uh, it's set. true. It's true. Anyhow, so I'm excited about that. We're moving in, in a matter of days. Um, and and uh, and uh, oh, and I just found out the back of the building is like all light pink. It's just really dope looking. Yeah. And we have a fire escape we can hang out on. So I'm very excited. That's our like. We're so not. These other media companies, they're like, we're in the World Trade Center. And we're like, uh. World Trade Center has rats. We're in like a. <laughs> we have an all white floor. We're like <laughs> in a Chinatown building that has a cool fire escape. Yeah. Anyhow, I'm happy to not be in the World super, Trade Center. Super, super excited. But um, so that's that. fun. And and there's a. Uh, and then there's just. Oh, like I should talk about this. Uh, I mean, this is. I'm going to plug it, but, but like uh, you guys should be listening. We do World Dispatch. If you listen to this. You should be listening to World Dispatch. It's great. It's fucking fascinating. Aaron Edwards hosts it. We do it um, all week long, uh, produced by James Green. And it's just like the most fascinating little like, so we do like sort of vignettes from stories that we do or like pieces of those stories that you don't normally hear in the stories. Sometimes like this, like today we, or yesterday we did a story about Junkie XL. They're both complete pictures or they're both, uh, they're both a, a complete You could have thought, one or the other. But they're like, compatible together. Yeah, you don't need to have both, but it's like, and sometimes, you could. They're, and sometimes they're totally original. But anyhow, World yeah. Dispatch, you've got to subscribe, go on iTunes or Pocket Cast or whatever. And like, seriously, like to me, it's such a great thing because we do, no episode is really longer than about you know, if they go 15 minutes, that would be long. They're short. They're compact. It's not trying to be the daily. It's like our original idea was like. It's not even trying to be the articles that you're sometimes talking about. It's right. just a completely original. Our original idea was like NPR from like the Stranger Things universe. Yeah. It's just a weird yeah. little like nugget of like brilliant, fascinating information and conversation mm-hmm. every morning. We put the, they're up early in the morning, so you like you will probably be listening to them on listening to them on your commute, and then you can also get them on Google Home. It's in the news feed at the uh, on Google Home if you listen if you use that. And Alexa, there's a uh, there's an outline skill that you can add, so you mm-hmm. can put it into your. I don't know, Wynn, do you know the process for that for Alexa? Yeah, you have to go onto your Amazon account. Mm-hmm. Um, so how. If you own an Alexa, generally you can organize your skills through your Amazon account, um, and then you can just search outline. It should come up, and you can add it, and you can put it into your um, briefing, your daily briefing. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet about it right now. Interesting. Live. I don't have an Alexa. Yeah, I don't. I unplug my Alexa because I think she. I just um, want all of my things to stop talking to me. PlayStation's always asking me if I meant to talk to it, and I'm like, no, I just said the word PlayStation. <laughs> um, the the I think what happened is, I think what happened is, my Alexa 
Did I tell you this story? I was talking to Laura one day. We had the Alexa in the den. And then I got a notification on my phone. And it was like, your wheelbarrow is on the way. Oh, no. And I was like, what is going on? And I, I had a, okay, now in my defense, or in defense of Alexa, I had been shopping for wheelbarrows. <laughs> And you laughed at me the other day when I said that your best skill is comparison shopping. You got so mad. But I am you, very good at You just I mean, said when, the sentence. So been, I had been shopping for wheels. So I've been decorating. I've been, of course, personally decorating the new office. Yeah. I've been, I spent seven hours on Sunday looking at mirrors for the bathrooms. I mean, I'm not, I'm serious. Like, you're going to get a speaking one, like in a Disney. No, nah, it's a, it's a, it's fine. It's, did we get the mirrors yet? Are they in when? Yeah, they're in. Oh, fuck. That's so great. Are they too big? I haven't put them up okay, yet. We got to look. We got to look. Okay. Um, anyhow, but but uh, I had been shopping for wheelbarrows because I needed one mm-hmm. to haul some things around the house. And uh, but I had put one in my save for later. But I think somehow something I said, Alexa picked up as buy that wheelbarrow and save for later or whatever. Can you unseal the barrow? And then it said wheelbarrow and it paid for yeah, it. I don't know. And I called them. It's the first time I've ever called Amazon. I didn't even know you could call them. Yeah. I was like, how? I always do the chat. I was like, why did, like, what happened here? And they're like, we don't know. They're like, we're escalating this to, like, level two tech support. And then I never heard back from them. Oh. And they then they just took it out of my Level two. They took it secret. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was something like that. All right. Whatever it is. No, but World Dispatch, listen to it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, no, we're going to have some exciting news. There's a bunch of stuff upcoming that I'm very excited about. Uh, I'm v- and the outline is, you know, we're in our we're in our second official year in 2018. It's been off to a really good start. We've done some really fucking cool stories. I'm very excited. Um, we have some great new editors, uh, and and uh, it's just yeah, just a lot of shit going on. I've been very busy. Part of this, part of the the you know, part of the um, uh, hiatus was like just needing to deal with other things for a little bit. Yeah, not just the c- complexity of the show, but just needing to deal with like life for a minute. Anyhow, now I'm back and better than ever, and I'm excited. I'm so excited to be here with you, Ryan, of course, and with you, Winton, but most importantly with Tony, um, who I love and respect, and I'm so thankful that he's decided to subscribe and stay subscribed to the Tomorrow Podcast. To give us a rating and review. So good. Tony, you're crushing it. We'll be back next. Oh, we're doing the show every week. Yes. So we'll be back on a weekly basis. So that's the show. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Wait, do we have a Twitter account? No, but follow each of us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, Ryan at Ryan Houlihan. Yeah, I have fun things coming eventually. No announcements at the moment, but fun shows oh, coming yeah. from me. Ryan's working on a bunch of stuff. It's going to be very cool. And then at Joshua Topolsky. I mean, I assume you follow me, but maybe not. And uh, and follow the outline, at outline. World Dispatch is uh, at outline dispatch, right? And, um, and yeah, anyhow, so we'll be back next week. All right, that's it. That's our show. Well, that is our show for this week. We will be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Though I have just been informed that your family uploaded their brains to the computer, but the files are all password protected and nobody knows the password.